Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Connie. Connie Kendall, I mean. And I'd like you to join us for a time of wonder and excitement and all kinds of other fun stuff. Are you ready? Well, let's go for another Adventure in Odyssey. Have you lost your appetite for life? Nope. Huh? Ooh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take that! Ow! And yeah, take that too! Don't! That's enough! I'm sorry, I really didn't mean to offend. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Lance Beaker. Welcome to what everyone's calling the fight of the century, pitting the underdog David versus the heavy favorite Goliath. The stakes are high. If Goliath wins, the Israelites become the Philistine slaves. If in the unlikely event that David pulls the upset, the Philistines become the Israelite slaves. For more insight into this obvious mismatch, we go now to retired fighter Bruno the Destroyer in Normalwitz. Bruno, tell me, does David even have a chance here? No, he doesn't, Lance. Goliath reminds me of myself in my prime when my record was 67 wins, no losses, 45 knockouts, two partial dentures, gold-plated, 186 controversial decisions that everyone admits should have gone my way, and one unfortunate breakup with a beautiful woman named Ashley. And if you're watching this, I still love you, baby. Thank you, Bruno. You know, I spoke with David this morning, and he seemed, uh, well, strangely enough, confident. He told me that it's God who gives him his strength. Bruno, it sure seems like David's going to need something a little more than God on his side. Maybe he should have tried a protein shake or two. Lance, this fight reminds me of a match I had during my illustrious career when I knocked out Jerry the Apocalypse Jameson. Of course, I wasn't relying on God. I was relying on my freakish strength and my knowledge that I had a beautiful woman named Ashley in my corner. (laughs) Come back to me, baby. So you're saying that David does have a chance? Oh, no. David is a mosquito about to run into a nine-foot can of raid. All righty. For more on this fight, let's go ringside now to Furby Pachinko. Furby, what are you expecting from this fight? Hey, I'll tell you what I'm expecting, Lance. I'm expecting a little wham, then a little boom, then a little then I expect a little from David's corner. Have you seen either fighter yet? David is approaching the ring now, Lance. And get this, Lance. My sources tell me he's refusing to wear any armor. Unbelievable. David's got no protection at all. Let me quote David here, Lance. He said... It is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. The battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. Ladies and... All right, I think the fight's just about to get started. So sit back, relax, and enjoy what should be a very entertaining fight. So let's go now to the Valley of Elah, where the fight is just about to begin. And we're out. Uh, Bruno, have me one of those sandwiches, would you? Here you go, Lance. Coffee? Yeah, thanks. 
You know, I think I'm gonna go watch this in my office. Wanna join me? Sure, but Lance, you know her. Can't you talk to her? I am not doing this anymore, Bruno. It is over. It's over? Over? What? What happened? The fight's over. In 14 seconds? I thought Goliath was going to play around with him for a little bit. Goliath isn't the one standing. What? we got to get back on the air. I didn't even see the fight. Well, I didn't either. But we're going to have to keep talking about it for five hours. Are we on yet? In three, two, one, you're on. Well, folks, that was quite a fight. It appears that in a stunning upset, David has defeated Goliath in 14 seconds. Fermi, what happened down there? Was it a wham-boom crash? Well, uh, no, Lance. It was more of a clink. What did David throw? Was it that right cross or the left jab? I'll tell you, Lance, what he threw was a stone. He threw a stone with a slingshot. It hit Goliath in the forehead and clink, and then... And then, boom! And then, whoa. Can we go to the videotape? Okay, my producers are telling me we didn't have the cameras set up yet, so we have no video. Let's go back to Furby. Furby, what is happening down there? Lance, the Philistines are running away, and the Israelites are chasing them. But I can tell you that there's a lot of, oh, let's get out of here, down there right now. Oh, that's just great. Thanks, Furby. Oh, Ab, Ab, I have a question for Furby. Uh, yeah, Bruno? Do you know who said, if you love something, set it free? Actually, Bruno, no. Okay, well, if you find out, let me know. I'd like to beat him up. Sure thing, Bruno. I'm on it. Okay. I've got to be honest with you, folks. We have got to ask the question, is there really something to this God giving us strength thing? Because honestly, I don't see any other explanation for what's just taking place here today. David had everything going against him, and yet somehow he won. Let's go to this message. What if everything you thought you knew about the epic battle between Dr. Regis Blackard and John Avery Whitaker was just the tip of the iceberg? What if there's much more to the story than anyone ever realized? And what if Blackard and Whitaker knew it all along? The Blackard Chronicles Book 5, Knight's Scheme, is now available at witsend.org store. That's witsend.org store. We're back with Kids Radio. Have you lost your appetite for life? Has your enthusiasm run down? Do you ever feel like you're running fast but never really getting anywhere? Then you're probably relying on your own strength. It's time you try the Pray Way, a proven exercise program designed by a great physician and tested by millions of people throughout the world. Here are real testimonies from real people who have tried the Pray Way and witnessed real results. My name is Moses. I led a million people through the desert, and every day they complained about not getting enough food. This was a million people we're talking about here. So unless a 500-pound chicken walked up to us and fell into our stewing pot, I didn't know what to do. That's when I tried the pray way, and suddenly God sent us enough manna and quail for everyone. It really taught me that I shouldn't rely on my own strength for anything. Ultimately, everything good comes from God. So no more of those fancy diets for me. With a little help from God and the pray way, 
I'll always be satisfied. My name is Joshua. My boss introduced me to the Pray Way. This exercise program works. It helped make me fit for the Battle of Jericho. Big city, huge walls. People kept telling me, be strong and courageous, but I couldn't do it on my own. I tried the Pray Way, and you know what? The walls came tumbling down. It was amazing. I highly recommend the Pray Way. Gideon's my name. Before the Pray Way, I was the scared, flabby kind of guy who got beat up by bullies all the time. But I tried the Pray Way, and it gave me strength. Not just any strength either, supernatural strength. I mean, me and only 300 of my best friends went to battle against this huge, big old army, and we didn't even need to lift a finger. I looked up, and their whole army was turned against themselves. I guess they were afraid of the power I discovered, the power of God and the power of the Prayway. Feeding millions, conquering cities, seeing huge armies defeated, saving lives. It's all part of the Pray Way. The Pray Way is an extremely intense exercise program that may cause certain side effects such as longer life, increased faith, and sustained periods of joy. For your trial program of the Pray Way, just call on God today. The Pray Way. Get in touch with God today. You'd never think a preacher could experience adventure until this. The name's Paul, Apostle Paul. He had a license to kill Christians until... The God who loved me knocked the living daylights out of me as I sat on a donkey. Now I live twice, for I am born again. Paul, once a Pharisee, is now an agent for His Majesty's service. His mission? Deliver a vital message to key points around the globe before the authorities track him down. It's a message that means life or death for the recipients and for Paul. The world is not enough. You need the power and love of Jesus Christ. For Paul, Apostle Paul, it's the most dangerous mission of his life. He's in constant peril, facing bandits. Hands up, Mr. Paul. Traitors. Uh, foiled again, huh, Paul? And government officials. Fill out this form. In triplicate. <laughs> he endures beatings, stonings, jail sentences. Riots, an earthquake, and even a shipwreck. Look out for that ship! Paul, are you all right? I'm shaken, but not stirred. How do you do it? I mean, how can you endure all these terrible things? My secret? Yes. I am content in every situation because of Christ. You see, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Ah, so you've been reading other people's mail, eh? <laughs> hmm. You know what? That gives me an idea. See the Apostle Paul as Boldfinger. You are all going to hell, my friends, unless you repent. Please, refer to my letter to the Romans, chapter 007. Paul, Apostle Paul. He's appearing in a Bible near you. Not just a servant. I'm a bond servant.
When mysteries come to Odyssey, Jones and Parker are on the case. From missing safe combinations to missing paint cans, Emily Jones and Matthew Parker use their sleuthing skills in 16 of their best cases from Clubhouse Magazine, all compiled into one fun-filled book for your child. Each story allows kids to deduce the facts, decode the clues, and ultimately determine the answer. It's a book that will have your second to sixth grader saying... It's elementary, my dear mother. Adventures in Odyssey, Jones and Parker Case Files. 16 mysteries to solve yourself. Find out more at witsend.org. That's witsend.org. Blast off into a futuristic journey based on the Book of Acts. Witness sci-fi battles, shipwrecks, earthquakes, bubble ouchies, and God's good news spread throughout the galaxy. It's all in the new graphic novel, Degrees of Kelvin, from Focus on the Family. This exciting story and biblical bonus material will help your kids gain the confidence and skills they need to tell others about the love of Jesus. Degrees of Kelvin. Get your copy today at FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Focus on the Family and Adventures in Odyssey present the Imagination Station books, an exciting series for readers ages 6 and up. Through Wit's greatest invention, young readers will travel to the Colosseum in ancient Rome and a longboat in Greenland. I am Eric the Red. They're Vikings. And there's so much more. When you visit theimaginationstation.com, you can find study guides and devotionals, plus fun family activities. More information at theimaginationstation.com or 1-800-A-FAMILY. Want to contact us about the episodes you're hearing? Visit our website at adventuresinodyssey.com or talk to someone at Focus on the Family. Call 1-800-A-FAMILY with a parent's permission, of course. We always love hearing from you. And now, Kids Radio brings you an original presentation from Edwin Blackard and Harlow Doyle. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Welcome to my portion of the show, an Edwin Blaggard production of The Dangerous Haircut, an interactive lyric epic written and produced by Edwin Blaggard, directed by Edwin Blaggard, and I am your announcer, Edwin Blaggard. And now, I most humbly present to you The Dangerous Haircut. There was a man named Samson, a mighty strong fellow, who turned all his foes into raspberry jello. God told him never to cut his hair, and God would grant him power to spare. And God would grant him power to spare. Harlow! My name is Samson, and I am strong, and all due to the fact that my hair is, uh, long! Samson, a poet, he was not. Was it my delivery? But his strength was his strength, and that's why he was sought. For God made him strong when he would obey, and that's a good lesson for us here today. Ooh, this looks like a great part coming up. Harlow, stop talking, you're in a skit! Yup. <clears throat> One day, a huge lion crossed Samson's path. Very hairy. And roared there at Samson with all of his wrath. Very scary. The spirit of God came upon the young man. He battled the beast. He made a great stand with no weapons at all. This was quite a big feat. 
Actually, I just used my big hands. <laughs> Pretty neat. <clears throat> he took down that huge lion from a... to a... And when he was finished, he simply said, <gasps> The stage was now set for this mighty strong man. Great things were ahead if he followed God's plan. Boy, I'm really getting into this stuff. Will you follow the script? But I just... That's enough. <clears throat> His trouble continued, but Samson stayed strong. Like Godzilla the monster, the Hulk, and King Kong. Stick to the script, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, I understand. We're running behind. Stop it. Stop answering me with a rhyme. But Edwin, it's fun. Is it really a crime? There. You just did it. You rhymed me again. I'm sorry. I really didn't mean to offend. Ow! Some men bound up Samson and then turned him in. But God's strength came to Samson and helped him to win. One thousand men pursued Samson to slay him. It's just not your day. Can you say coppice deum? Great. All I got is a jaw from a donkey. Wait! I think I could use this to... to... bonk ye! Bonky? What? Take that! Oh, no! Take that! And yeah, take that too! Don't! This here's kind of fun! At least for you. So Samson was growing in strength and in fame. Hey, you got any more lions to tame? As long as his hair was uncut, he was strong. Hey, Edwin, I bet we could make this a song. Ow! <sighs> He traveled to Gaza and stayed overnight, while his enemies plotted the next morning's fight. We'll surround him and tie him and kill him at dawn. But let's get some sleep first, they said with a yawn. Mmm, <sighs> now is the time to walk out of here. I'll tiptoe right past him. There's nothing to fear. Into the dark night, it was now very late. But on his way out, he ran into a gate. <coughs> Samson faced a huge gate, one massive and tall. Then he yanked it right out, the doorposts and all. <coughs> I wish I could be here to see their big eyes when they find out I got me a real nice door prize. <coughs> Samson's strength was in God, but his weakness was women. One look at Delilah, and his head was a-swimming. Hey, big guy, what's your name? You must be someone new. What's that door on your back? Oh, this? <clears throat> it's for you. But Delilah was bribed by the Philistine crew. With silver in hand, she knew what to do. Say, Samson. She said with her eyelashes batting. Tell me your secret. And soon he was chatting. Take seven big cords of wood fiber and tie me. This seems pretty weird. I know it. Just try me. She tied him and called out the Philistines there. The Philistines, they are upon you. Beware. No sweat. I'll just pop off these things just like that. Delilah was flustered and foiled. Oh, drat. She tried ropes. 
She tried weaving his hair in a web. She got so upset that he finally said, Deb? The name's Delilah. Ooh, sorry. I just, uh, you know. I know, I know. It's that rhyming thing. Look, I've been kind of messing with you, but I can't tell my secret. Can't give me a clue? Nope. Come on, if you love me, and I know that you do, you'll tell me your secret. So give, you big schmoo. Uh, okay, I give. It's my hair, see? It's long. If you cut it all off, I will stop being strong. Hey, what's that big razor you got in your hand? Razor? Oh, this? <laughs> These are hedge trimmers, dear. I'm uh, trying to win the lawn of the year. Hmm. So why don't you lie back and take a nice nap? <sighs> While I uh, trim hedges and lay down the trap. She hedged a bit, then... Oh, Samson, my Cupid. I had no idea that you were so stupid. But while he was sleeping, she shaved off his hair. The Philistines, they are upon you. Beware. Yeah, yeah, try getting us now, you big lug. Now he ain't got the strength of a bug. <laughs> Samson woke up. He scrambled to fight, but his strength was all gone. It was a sad sight. Take that. Mm, take that. If you would please, take that. He pummeled them with all the strength of a gnat. <laughs> Would you happen to have a jawbone close by? Let's face it, you're washed up. You're through now, big guy. The only thing strong about you is your breath. <laughs> For Samson's first time, he was scared to death. They took out his eyes and forced him to labor. He treaded out grain for his nasty new neighbors. But while they're in prison, his hair started growing. And soon, in his mind, an idea was going. Hmm. The Philistines had a great feast, and for show, they called out for Samson, their once mighty foe. Here once was the strong man who's now a wet noodle, with all of the great mighty strength of a poodle. <laughs> they had him do tricks they called out for. They had no idea what he had in store. For Samson was humbled. He turned back to God. He prayed for God's strength to return to his body. Say, uh, where are the pillars? He asked someone there. On your bed, I believe. You'll find there's a pair. No, I mean the pillars that hold up this place. You're standing between them. You're right at the base. The Philistines jeered him, but soon they'd regret. He'd give them a headache they'd never forget. Samson's strength now returned. The Philistines dread. But it no longer mattered, because now they were dead. So disobey God, you'll be blinded by wrong. But call on God's strength, and he'll make you strong. Thank you very much. In each one of these stories today, we learn that prayer, humility, and obedience can unlock the power of God in our lives. David relied on God to help him defeat Goliath. Moses led millions of people across the wilderness. Samson was given supernatural strength. None of these people could have done these things by themselves. They all relied on God's strength to do amazing things. 
and God can use you too. But first, you need to put your faith and trust in Him. Well, that's all for now. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you all next time on Kids Radio. Hello. Have you ever thought about how powerful God is? He heals the sick, parts entire seas, and of course, He created the universe. Power like that sure makes you feel like God can handle any problem we bring His way, right? And God wants us to rely on Him. He has the strength to help in any situation. In Matthew chapter 19, the disciples asked Jesus about a difficult problem. Jesus said, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. What an incredible promise. So what did you think of today's show? Why don't you write and tell me what you thought? Our address is Adventures in Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or Canada, write to Fox 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6V4G3. And when you do, don't forget to ask if you can get a copy of today's episode. It's called The Power of One. And be sure to visit us on the web at witsend.org. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. The Power of One was written and directed by John Fornoff. Our vocal talent included Katie Lee, Townsend Coleman, Earl Bowen, Ari Ross, and Will Ryan as Harlow. Our sound designer was Bob Luttrell, with music by John Campbell. And our producers were Marshall Younger and Bob Hoos. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.